Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. And I'm Chris. Is it your pace or mine today, Ellie? It'll be my pace. I'll start us out here. A little good old uh, running recap for the past week or so. Yeah, let's do that. So uh, last week, our coach blessed us. or Well, actually just blessed me. Bailey and Chelsea did not have this. I got the good old three workout a week last week. And yeah, take a drink, Chris. It's a doozy. And um, so basically what that means is on Tuesday, we go to the track. On Friday, we have a tempo run. And then on Saturday, we go to the track. And Tuesday, we were blessed with 70 degree day. Like I think it actually might tap down to 80. But when we were at the track, it was sports bra season. And it was November 10th. Um, so that was really nice. And the workout went really well. I ended up and, uh, ending the workout with a 74 second quarter, which is my fast of fastest of this block so far. And at the end of a workout, I was feeling really good about it, but I also knew that I was going to pay for it because I didn't normally, I have Tuesdays off after workouts, but this Tuesday was bagel Tuesday. So I had to work at CTB all day. And, um, it was one of those days where I was on an adrenaline high almost all day. And I knew that I was going to crash eventually, but I was just praying that I would crash when I got home. And then when I got home, I had team practice and then we podcasted. So it was a wonderful day, just a very full day. And then I had the next day off of work. Um, it still did a medium long run. Um, but I tried to rest as much as I could, um, because I knew Friday was going to come really fast. Uh, Friday we had a four mile tempo run that was supposed to be at about 550 pace, which I did at 550 pace, but that took a lot out of me. Like I was, I was kind of embarrassed as to how tired I was at the end of that. Um, especially when I was running with my friend Bella, who she was very, she did very well in the, in the event, in the event, in the tempo, but, um, she, in the event, this, that's what they are now. Um, but even she said after that, like she was super tired, especially coming from, she had done the workout on Tuesday with me. And then after Friday's tempo, I worked all day and then I went back to the track on Saturday. Um, and that workout was honestly like, pretty lackluster. And so I am feeling it this week. I actually called, uh, I talked to, um, our coach on Sunday, we catch up every, like at least every like couple weeks. And I asked like, can I have a little bit of a cutback week this week? Just because, you know, I knew it's catching up to me and I'm tired. So last week was the three Pete and I got through it, but I'm feeling it this week. So I'm, uh, trying to, I'm taking a little bit of a cutback in mileage and, um, yeah, just trying to rest up and feel the gains come to me. <laughs> just just soak in the gains. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like how you started it off in the beginning with a recap of like what, what astute listeners might have realized was last week's episode, the finishing up with the 74. You led them up right to that, and then you said, since then, here's what's happened. I like that. That was really good. Yeah. So when you say you're feeling it, do you, is it specific? Like, is it doms in the legs that you're feeling? Is it full body exhaustion or is it just like 
I'd rather do something else. No, actually, I am mentally still pretty game. I feel good every day. Um, I mean, after Tuesday, I was sore for about a day and a half. But thankfully, with the training that I'm doing now, it is soreness that goes away. Like if I did like a heavy weight session or something. So it goes away like a day, day and a half. Um, It's not like the marathon or ultra fatigue, you know, where you're just kind of when you're high mileage, like for your race and um, you're just achy all over. It's, it's not a bad thing. It's what happens during that time, but you're just kind of achy. I actually have not experienced that at all training for the mile and what I'm doing, which I really, really like. And I keep telling my coach, like, I like feeling good all the time. Uh, what I mean when I'm feeling it is um, when I sort of start workouts, it's just, um, today felt today we had a workout as well. And today just felt like I was really like had to press on the gas, even for paces that I should be able to do pretty comfortably without as much effort. Um, but then also after like the first two reps, usually of our workouts lately, like the stuff that I'm doing now is so foreign to me that I kind of just have to tell myself you're going to sprint. Every interval is going to feel hard, get used to it. And so after about the third interval or something, then I just am like, this is just how it is. Like, it's never going to, you never really get into like that cruise zone that is so nice. And you just feel so fast and just just like prancing along and you're just like clicking off the miles, you know, you never really get that with what I'm doing right now. And it's still something that I just, I need to show up and be ready to run really hard every Tuesday and sometimes and Saturday. So, um, yeah, it's it's more just like stepping on the gas just doesn't feel like as as gassy. Mm, well, <laughs> might be might be a benefit to not be as gassy when you're running, but uh, I might have I might have been a little like a second faster if I was more gassy. Yeah. Um, I get that though. You're just running through the tired, right? Like you gotta you're gonna just you know. Yeah, but what I really like is that I. I don't like not having energy for my everyday life. I mean, I'm a pretty animated person and I like to laugh and have a good time at work. And I have a lot, need a lot of energy for my work. And I really appreciate that this type of training that I'm doing right now. Yeah. It's really hard. and It's like very aerobically taxing every workout. Um, but it's not, that like fatigue achy feeling that I've had training for marathons and ultras, which I do like that. I appreciate that when I, when that's my goal as well, but right now it's just nice to, I'm sore for like after a really hard workout for like a day, but when I'm not running, I feel fine. Good. Normal. Okay. Fine. Good. Normal is uh good. We'll take that. Right. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, you're working hard over there, and I'm uh, hardly working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, no. I um. So our last Tuesday was me doing muddy sneaker, right? And that was a pretty big uh, deal, twelve and a half miles. And yeah, you said you did a bunch of like pretty a lot faster than you did the last time you did it. Yeah, and it was it was uh, pretty crazy. Um, and then. Uh, the rest of the week was a little bit kind of hit or miss. Like it was a little bit weird, but then I ended up going to Massachusetts and got to spend some time on the Appalachian trail, which was pretty great. Um, 
Our buddy Jamie went down there and did uh, like 54 miles on the AT, and I got to spend some time following him around. So you said Jamie was doing an FKT. So what was the FKT and how long was it? So his uh, the attempt was uh, going to be to do the Massachusetts section of the Appalachian Trail. So uh, that's about 90 miles. Um, and the way that he did it, he started in Vermont because like it's, it's a little bit weird to get to the Massachusetts border from like a trailhead. So he started three miles into Vermont and ran and then, you know, that was one little three mile segment and then started a new, his new actual FKT route um, when he was on the trail and he and Davin, uh, the weird thing was, um, so it's, it was just actually an FKT was just set by um, a guy uh, did it unsupported and so you know, then Jamie's like, well, I definitely got to get under the unsupported time for a supported FKT, you know. Um, but it was also weird because it's November and there was huge leaf color cover and there wasn't a moon in the sky. So you're running blind. It's super sketchy. Yeah, it was really dark. And when they went over um, Mount Greylock, like it was super foggy and they couldn't see anything on top of the mountain, that kind of stuff. Um, but we started at 7 p.m., which made for basically the first 14 hours of it, our first, you know, 12 hours of it are at night. So that was also really interesting. But um, all in all, pretty fun day, you know, all told. Um, but at the end, he didn't get uh, 90 miles. He got uh, 54 miles. Still pretty darn sassy. How long? Uh, about 15 and a half hours. He was like, he kept saying the whole time, he's like, this is a really long 50 miler, really long 50 miler, which it was, but it was a nighttime 50 miler in the fall, you know? So why did he start at night? Come on, Hobbs. Come on, Mr. Western States. I mean, here's the thing you're going to do. If you're doing, you know, 90 miles and you're trying to do under 24 hours, you're going to spend some point at night, right? Like you're going to, you're going to go through the night at some point. So I guess start it. And then your second half is all during the day. And, you know, I don't know. There's different, different strategies around it. I don't, I don't particularly know that I would have started at night, but then again, I don't know that I would have started because I've never done 90 miles. So, you know, my head's not there. Um, but I've done, you know, I've been at a lot of these races and I've done crewing and I've run a lot at night. And, you know, I mean, places like Hellgate, you know, Hobbs has experience there and it starts at midnight. There's places like Burning River that start at like three or four in the morning. So it's just, you know, it's whatever. You got to run the miles regardless of whatever, you know, so. True. What made him stop after 54? I just think, I think, you know, it was a slower overnight than he had wanted. And it was kind of like, well, we could keep on slogging through. He knew he wasn't going to get it. He could have finished, but then we'd all be sitting there probably at like nine o'clock on Saturday night, you know, going, okay, so now what do we uh, drive home now? Do we sleep in the car? What do we, what do we do? You know? So eh, overall, I think it was just he got what he 
you know, he felt like he got what he had or he got out of himself what he had and it was pretty good. How many miles did you do with him? I did. I did about six. All right. I did the last six. Nice. We would have done more, right? Had he been, because the idea was Davin did the overnight with him and everything. And then, you know, um, Abby did the the miles right after Davin. And I think she did, she did probably eight. And then I did, and the idea was going to be, we were keep like, you know, switching and just keep fresh and keep everybody going. Um, so it's one of those things where like you, you ride the wave, however it, happens, you know, like I was ready to do another five more, you know, for the next section of the trail. And I was kind of telling them, I'm like, Hey, you know, the next section's like 4.4. We could just grab snacks and keep on going. You know what I mean? And, um, he was like, huh, no, I think we're done. I think we're done. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, maybe not. You might just feel pretty fresh and get some snacks. And you know, everybody else was like, let's get some snacks, but the snacks didn't uh, do it that time. So you just kind of ride it how you ride it, you know? You seem to be the crew person of choice, Chris. I don't know that I'm the crew person of, I don't, choice might be. Want to crew me for my five minute mile? Yeah, right. Uh, Just uh, throw Gatorade cups at you, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'll put my thumb right into your sports drink. Yeah. Um, no, I like crewing. I like, uh, I like, uh, seeing people do cool things and there's always a fun adventure in it, you know? So you're looking for some inspiration. There's no, uh, no better way than to get it firsthand, you know, get front row seats to it, you know? So when you see it, when you say you get inspiration from these things, like what does it inspire you to do? I don't know. You know, paint beautiful pictures or like, you know, 10 gardens or, you know, scale tall buildings. Oh, Okay. No, I think like it's, it's one of those things where you go, okay, this is, this is the thing I like to do. I'm going to go see the thing I like to do and be part of the thing I like to do. Right. Which is be out in the woods, running trails with friends. Like Mm -hmm. that's pretty great, you know? So whether it's, whether it's a little, you know, a group trail run or it's somebody's FKT, like being around the stuff that you like to do is pretty good yeah you know i think like people that go to football games right they're inspired by the football players you see them throwing their shoulder out in the parking lot throwing a football for the first time in 10 years because they're so inspired right like same kind of idea i think yeah yeah i guess i mean i was just gonna make a joke like well you know if i'm usually inspired by a runner then i'm gonna go for a run whereas like the people are who are like inspired by football players they're just you know gonna sit there and keep armchair coaching (laughs) well yeah i mean there's they might not they might throw around in the parking lot or go you know everybody gets inspired and plays the turkey bowl uh family family football uh weekend when all the old men hurt themselves and all the young kids laugh at their uncles you know that happens Oh yeah. Speaking of, um, FKTs, I just read this actually, like right before, as I was eating my, uh, homemade macaroni and cheese that I gourmet made myself for dinner. Um, Killian, I think tomorrow is going to try to set the 24 hour FKT on the track. Killian. Is that, I don't know if I ever thought I'd say Killian FKT track like together in my life in a sentence. Yeah. Um, yes. That's interesting. I had not uh, heard about that, but you know, 
I saw it on Reddit and then I researched it and it's going to be live streamed on the Solomon website. And then Ian Corliss from talk, talk ultra also did like an analysis, which I did read. Whoa. Yeah. I, I mean, I see the appeal. Like I am loving the track right now. Just, I like being on that thing. Like I like going around it and I don't know why, but I I'm just like, Hey Killian, I, I understand. Yeah, but 24 hours on the track is different than uh, before you make some bagels. Oh, yeah. Sure, that does sound like a long time, but, you know. Huh, that's interesting. I I hadn't heard about it, but then again, I can't say that I'm uh, out in the world, you know, so... I know I didn't hear about it at all. And I follow like some pretty, like I get a lot of information when I'm on the Twitters and I just randomly saw it on the running Reddit page. Hmm. You know, not everything on the internet is uh, true. I know, but then I went to the Solomon page and it was there, but then on October 26th, he was dealing with a little bit of a, like a calf injury, but I mean, he's obviously got some like, some sort of magical juice inside of him. Not, I don't mean EPO. I just mean he's very gifted. So he probably heals from injuries in like a second anyway. He does. I mean, he had, that's one of the biggest things that they were always touting when he was doing summits of my life and all that was his ability to recover, you know, and they show his like crazy recovery routine and he's got all the, the zappers and all the stuff, you know? Um, yeah. I've heard about those. The, um, what's it called? The, Thera, Theragun. Yes. When I see that, I'm like, oh, I have something like that. It's called a tennis ball, but it just, just takes effort f- to work. Like I actually have to use my arm to make the tennis ball work rather than just push a button and have a Theragun, like gun me. <laughs> Get gun. I huh. like my tennis ball. Oh, it's not on the Solomon site. It's on the Sunto site. Oh, I, I saw it on the Solomon site. Mm, well, he's also a Solomon athlete too, so maybe that's yeah. why. But I also can't read. Well, they both begin with S. They that's a fact. That is that's true fact. <laughs> so, um, speaking of other updates, how's your yoga doing? Oh, we agreed we wouldn't talk about that. Have you not been doing it? No, I haven't. Oh. And I'm, and I'm worse for it. I'm totally worse for it. Like I should be doing it. We could start like a challenge. I, I need to talk to my coach, not a challenge, like a accountability partnership. Um, I was talking to my coach on Sunday and one thing we didn't get to because it, it had, we've been talking for an hour and I was like, what are we even talking about anymore? But, um, I want to start thinking about doing more like plyometrics and more weight training, like heavy lifts in the gym, um, during the summer, during the winter, because indoor tracks aren't open and it's really sketchy here on the roads in, um, in Ithaca and upstate New York. And I know plyometrics and weight training can be good for explosive power. And it seems a little bit more warm. Um, and also I feel like my body is at a point like we talked about last week where I feel more durable. Um, now I feel a little bit more strong. Um, yeah, my body is just at a different place than it is during like marathon or training when I'm just running a lot of miles and not really keeping much muscle on. And so I feel like 
it might be, I've never felt safe enough in my body to like jump around and not break anything, but I'm feeling kind of more durable right now. So we're opening up that possibility. So back to my accountability partnership, we could like you do yoga for 40 minutes a week and I strength their plyo for 40 minutes a week. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's gotta be, something's gotta give. I, so I was telling you, uh, before we started recording that I have, um, moved my schedule around and I've, um, I'm changing and, uh, changing it up to sort of make actual blocks during the day for like health stuff because my work day is like all scheduled, all work day. All right, that's just the way it is. I wake up, I do work, and then I get done doing the work, and then I'm back to like life. And so I sometimes go like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll get up and I'll do, I'll stand on the stairs and I'll do like calf raises for a minute or something like as I go up to get another glass of water or something like that. But I don't actually outline a time to be intentional about it, and that's what I I started changing this week was to actually put intentional time. Like at this time, you're going to do this thing. So I got a big fancy calendar and I wrote my big fancy things on it. So that's a short way of saying like we should do something. I don't know that I'm ready to say what I can do quite yet because I need to figure it out. Oh, I don't know. I need to, I mean, I need to okay it with John. So yeah, I mean, John's going to be like, girl, do what you're going to do. Right. No, he's been pretty specific with strength training this, this segment. So I think it'll be good. So here's the deal, right? We got this week and then we're going to go into Thanksgiving week and then we're going to be in December and December is like the picture perfect time for like indoor strength training, right? Because it's gross and you don't want to go outside and you and I just want to stand in the weight room and watch the food channel on <laughs> watch them make delicious pastries and I'm like, right. I'm gonna make that when I get home. Right. I'm gonna watch some British baking show. And- oh yeah, I love that. Oh. <laughs> so I think, yeah, let's set something up for December and maybe we'll even pull uh some Patreon folks into it. We'll yes. give everybody a two week kind of shot across the bow here, right? And we're like, kablamo, um, we're going to do this thing. And I'm not sure what it's going to be, but we'll, we'll noodle on it. And I think it'll be great because I definitely want, I want the, the flexibility uh, aspect, but I also want that, um, all those little stabilizer muscles that are really important for running on slippery winter ice, right? Like, yeah, those, those are all the things I want. So we'll have to do something like that. Yeah, it needs to be a challenge that also is responsible because, you know, we are, we don't want anything that's like something where we could possibly get injured. Well, that's why it'll be inside. Yes, inside. In the comfort of your own house. More of something that's going to like make you feel better, <laughs> not like let's do the Goggins forty-eight hour challenge. Like, no. You know what I did? I did the planks challenge one month. And I had, it was, that was pretty legit. I did it for a year. I was up to doing five minutes of planks at a time. I did three minutes a day for a year. It's great. 
So, you know, planks, you know, that might be a thing that we figure out how to work into this. Yeah, we could do that. Plank challenge. One minute on day one, two minutes on day two. Oh, Christmas day is going to suck. <laughs> oh, no, that would be too many minutes. <laughs> uh, yes, this is good. I like I like where we're going. Now we just have to actually plan it. Sure. But I will also put something in the Patreon page, pull the Patreon, or you guys can shoot us a direct message. And hey, I'm open to anything as long as it's uh, something something manageable. Yeah. And uh, Patreon folks are, are uh, notoriously quiet. So um, we may be on our own for this one. But I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Nope. You know what I want to talk about now? Let's talk about some food. Oh, this girl going all food. So today I had this amazing cheese sauce twice and I had it for lunch and then I was like, this is really good. And so then I made it again for dinner and basically it's like a single serving cheese sauce that it's, you can put it on macaroni and cheese. Like for, for, I made macaroni and cheese for dinner but for lunch, I like put it on some like seitan wings that I had and some mushrooms. It was really, really good. And it's really simple. And I'm not even going to post this to the Patreon. I'm just going to tell you what it is because it's really easy. Basically, you melt a tablespoon of butter in a pot or in a little saucepan. You stir in a tablespoon of flour to make a roux. Then you stir in a half a cup of milk. Keep stirring for like two minutes until it starts to get thicker. Then you stir in a half a cup of cheese Keep stirring until it's smooth and silky and pour it down your throat. And there you go. It's great. Smooth and silky. Yes. Sliding right down the pipe. Nice. I like how you said it's single serving, yet you had it twice. <laughs> you know. So nice. She made it twice. No. Well, I had, I made one serving for lunch and one serving for dinner. All right. Nice. So nice. I had it twice. What are you eating? So my uh, superstar of the last week was sloppy lentils. Oh, I had lentils last week too, but mine were curried. But tell me sloppy. I like sloppy stuff. Like, like sloppy joes, but with lentils. Oh. So it's like, they're just like sloppy joes. You season them with all the same kind of ideas. You got your tomato paste in there. You got your Cajun and your paprika and all that. Ketchup. Yeah, well, um, I some people like to put ketchup on their uh, sloppy joes. I don't put it in the mix. I kind of leave it for people to put it on the bun if they're feeling so inclined. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, you toast up those buns. Got your sloppy lentils on there, and like I used green lentils, so they're a little like thicker and heartier. And then I took the uh, potato masher and kind of hit them a couple times with the potato masher. So they were like a little bit sloppy and pasty, but also like hearty little lentils inside of it. It was legit. You're selling it. And then, yes. and then, so I made so much of it because I made it on Wednesday and I was like, I'm taking this to the AT with me. So then we took it to the AT and Abby and Mason brought uh, stuff for quesadillas and I was like, I was like, you know what's going to amp up these quesadillas? We're having some sloppy lentil quesadillas. Oh yeah, that sounds so good. Oh my goodness, we we put some uh, some cheese on top and sliced up some avocado with the sloppy the sloppy lentils. Oh, mm-hmm. and at midnight in like a thirty degree community center oh, yeah. parking lot, it was like, ah, 
You don't you don't get much better than that, honestly. Oh yeah. Doesn't Jamie have a history with lentils? I remember listening to your like Western <laughs> States episode with Jamie and his lentil experience. He had a lot of lentils. He had a lot of lentils. Lentils are great. I posted the curried lentil recipe on our Patreon page. Yeah. You should post your sloppy recipe because okay. you know, I love me some sloppy second lentils. <laughs> Sloppy lentils that are made in seconds. How about that? Oh, I like that even better. <laughs> recipe blog. Uh, okay, I will. Um, I will get that recipe and I will uh, slap it out there. Um, also, um, I uh, will put out the uh, link to the Jamie Hobbs uh, lentils cup working since you uh, mentioned it. Yes, I should listen to that. Re-listen to that one. I have been listening. No, over election week, I listened to like all the episodes, so I'm caught up. Nice. I know that's a lot of time. I mean, I'm I'm um, humbled and flattered that you spent that much time with me on election day. Yes, election week. Yeah, I will again apologize to the listeners that I did not have the fortitude to record a podcast during that week. I'm better now, though. Well, awesome. You guys will see that from us pretty soon. And um, please support us on Patreon if you want. Throw us a dollar or so and you will get all these awesome recipes and also my strength training routine. I'm also going to post a couple of like what a weekly, oh, sorry, what a, week, what a week in training looks like for me. I was going to post that pretty soon too. Ugh. Are people actually asking what a week and a workout for you looks like? I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm a one of a kind, but I love reading other people's training. Like, I don't even care if it's like, I will never do that in my life. I just like to know. I love to like learn about running and I just want to know what other people are doing because everybody's an experiment of one. And maybe if my training isn't working right now, I can find a different way to make myself faster by doing something else. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yes. So you can also follow us at hamstrings and heartstrings on the gram. You can follow me at gazelle and you can follow Chris at running inside out. And you can also listen to all of Chris's amazing podcasts from running inside out, uh, which are still on Apple podcasts. All of them. I know there's two with me. We're going to reboot it again uh, in the future. Um, We're taking a little break, you know, times being what they are, but it'll be back. It'll be back. I look forward so, to it. Thanks They're for good that stuff. Little, thanks for that little plug. Uh, okay. That's uh, it, right? I think we did it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.